everyone, and welcome to episode number 23 of Mixed Up with Mary and Monty. I am Monty. And I am Mary. Mary, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Easy like a Sunday morning? Easy like a Sunday morning. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Let's do this. Let's listen to music. <laughs> it's like the last beautiful day out there. Yes. Before... There we go again, talking about the weather. <laughs> Everybody it's our loves it. Thing. It's not the last beautiful day. I just mean, you know, it's nice. Yes. So I I, I concur with <laughs> that uh, weather assessment. <laughs> Good. So we addressed our audience last time about our hiatus. Yes. Correct. When we put a and then we put out another episode, and people came back. I got a lot of. A lot of talk. Yeah. A lot of people who were very happy to good. have us back. So good, good. Um, I was quite, I was a little nervous because I was like, this is like a long time yeah. ago. So yeah. So like, are they going to like it? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> is anybody going to listen to it besides myself? <laughs> and Mary, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but thank you, listening audience, for coming back and, uh, downloading our new episode yes thank you i got a couple nice messages as well so. correct and today's theme is a suggestion by yes, one of our is. listeners correct yes all yeah. right when we came back uh we got a few messages one from our friend josh who wanted to you know talk about the party and his famous <laughs> well not his famous but how much he loves party mixes so he suggested we do it and that's what and we're so doing today. And so we're bringing today. the party. We what better are way bringing to, uh, the party. Come back after a hiatus than to be loyal to our listeners and do what they want us to do. <laughs> that's right. So, we are here to party. Yeah. And when we party, we will always party hard. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> party housing. But meet, we, yazzy party. <laughs> but before we get to the house party, uh, let's talk about some other stuff. Okay. So we both listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. So much that, you know to put a list of recommendations it'd probably be an entire page long for like an entire month maybe more. depends on the month yeah. but yeah so we're gonna try something a little new today and we're gonna kind of go back and forth here a few recommend maybe not even recommendations just more or less what we've been listening, listening to, to the last couple months mm-hmm. since we last spoke so mary why don't we go ahead and uh kick it off what have you been listening to well let's see there's been quite a few things um the new Spoon record that's coming out next week on the 17th. Um, I was lucky enough to get an advance, and I can't stop listening to it. It's called Hot Thoughts, and the whole album is just solid. This is them uh, returning to the label they were on originally, too. So um, it feels like they're a little bit more lively. You know, they had done Divine, well, Fred had done Divine Fits, and then Back to Spoon now feels like the break was very good for them and the whole album is just solid and it's got a lot of sounds that i like mm-hmm. and it's reminiscent of things but then it's spoon so yeah they've been around so long that it's nice they uh the song that they only have a couple that that i'm privy to yeah unlike some people who get advanced copies yeah but the two that i've heard <laughs> have been really good i really, really enjoy the whole album is solid which is refreshing i don't have to like skip through anything And the very last track is an instrumental track, which I thought was really interesting because I've never heard them do anything like that on albums. And it's got, it's like a saxophone lead. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. So I like that variety as well. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, 
Alison Crutchfield, of course. I've been talking about that a ton. Um, she's sisters with the Waxatachi girl. Yeah. And then right. they have a band together. So it's like it's opened up this whole uh, little world to me <laughs> where that I can go backwards with her and her sister. And that was a discovery for me. I really yeah. enjoyed that album. Kind of a random office listen I got yeah. because I saw that recommendation from you. And I was in the office at the time, so I decided just to plug and play kind of thing. And it was refreshing. Yeah. was one thing because it, it didn't sometimes during my office day I'll, I'll go back to things i know are gonna keep me that work that work yeah, yeah. <laughs> that things that won't distract me or bore me or whatever mm -hmm. and that album had a really refreshing quality to me that i i really enjoyed the allison crutchfield one uh -huh. yeah yep yeah i think it reminds me of belly and yeah. all the like the whole thing throwing muses it's and it mirrors that whole sister thing Kristen Hirsch and Tanya Donnelly to me, mm -hmm. you know, so that's really rad. I, uh, speaking of an album that I think has really no faults in it, you just go one to the other is the new Ryan Adams oh album. Oh my God, dude. I really <laughs> dude. like that album. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say dude a lot because I really love it. And it, it was, It's uh, hard for me to say because I'm so biased. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, and I am too. I'm very biased. I, I, I've enjoyed everything that he's come out with. Even his, I, we talked at length about his Taylor Swift cover album. Yeah. That I really enjoyed. This one was surprising because I really wasn't expecting a lot. I really? almost... Well, I almost thought because of, you know, some of his personal issues in life that maybe this was going to be a little bit more downtrodden, like maybe some of his earlier stuff. And it, it does have some of those themes, but it's also like a pick-me-up album as well, too. That that first track coming off of the album deals with some, you know, kind of the, a breakup song, but it has yeah. this real kind of classic rock kind of oh film, my I guess. god yeah. yeah there's a lot of influences on that album you can hear for sure um do you still love me babe i mean we all know that heartbreak makes for really good records yep. so expectations were really high in the first place um and i've watched a lot of interviews with him and just the whole process and he seems um i don't know he just seems together but he's such an artist right now yeah you know he's the cover art, you know, his paintings that he's done mm -hmm. and he's continually working and he's like working out the demons, you know, in yeah. front of us. So I think that's really refreshing because again, every, I'm, sometimes I look back and I'm so surprised that he's still alive because there was an era in oh, yeah. life where it was like, oh shit, yeah, he was, Ryan was Adams might not be with us very long, you know, it had that feel of Elliot Smith because yeah. he was so volatile, mm -hmm. you know, but so to be here now is amazing. And yeah, I really like that. My I really like that Shiver and Shake song. What's, <laughs> what's your favorite? That was just what that I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to write. Yeah. My recommendation off that album is Shiver and Shake, and then the right after that, which is To Be Without You. I yes, thought it was really Yes, everybody, well, a majority of people that I talk to, they really like that one. Yeah. And so, and it's funny because I've gotten so much shit from people like, are you sure you don't like Springsteen, Mary? Because <laughs> you really like this Ryan Adams record. You know, I'm like, I, I can't help myself. I like the Killers and, and Ryan Adams, and sometimes they sound like Springsteen. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. 
another recommendation, and this is going to be no surprise to you, is the new Odyssey album. I haven't heard it yet. I'm the excited. Iceberg. Oh, man, it is. It's really well done. And I'm always shocked by how Odyssey kind of approaches an album. This is, again, kind of following in that footsteps of where a lot of hip-hop artists are going these days, kind of talking about the world and how it's influencing them and the state of the world and everything. And, and he does it in this. There's a really good song called You Grew Up. On that, on that album that just kind of talks about like race divisions and you know friends that aren't friends anymore kind of thing it's really like insightful it's present yeah and a lot of his albums kind of have those kind of have those things those themes as well too is this under, undertone of political satire at times and even like a political uh, upheaval because he never he never really tell, takes a side he just tells you like here's what's wrong with everything <laughs> And yeah. here's how, what I look when I look at it. Here's what it looks like to me. And sometimes that's really funny to kind of look at it through that window. And he does a good job of that. And the fact that he last year he put out a an album and an instrumental. And yeah, he's a very busy man. Yeah, that instrumental was like a day in the life kind of thing. And I really like that album. This one again is kind of a combination of both of those. A real high production value, and his lyrics are probably better than I've seen him in the last few that's years. That's wonderful. So. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. Um, that's out next week or is it out, uh, in stores anyway? In stores next week, I yes, think, yeah. Yes, thank you. That would be, uh, <laughs> that'd be next week, uh, April or March, uh, 17th. 17th, yep. St. Patty's, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the, I can never say this band's name right, Tina Rewin. How do you say it? I, I All I know even... is I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> Tania Reen? Sure. I'm going to let it. you say yeah, it I so I don't mess right, it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, that new album, Elmar, yeah. uh, is incredible. I it's, just, I can't. It's pretty I, amazing. It makes me feel really good. It keeps me centered. It's really good to work to, and it's really good to, I don't know. It's just amazing. So has a nice, uh, like, spiritual quality. Yes, very yeah. much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of keeps you grounded in, in the now. So yep. there's plenty of other things. I just can't think, you know. But those I've, were the four big. That those were the ones that I keep playing over and over lately. I have a couple other ones that I, that have really stuck out to me. One that I found kind of by accident, Zeal and Ardor. The name of the okay. album's called Devil Is Fine. It's kind of a like alternative heavy metal rock kind of even at, at, at times a like uh, electronic album at times. But they use uh, African spirituals okay. as a lot of the the lyrics for the song back that by some aggressive tones, some uplifting tones, but just in a different way has a real interesting quality. It's not going to be for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not for everybody, but uh, it was one of those discoveries. I I saw the cover art and I was like, Oh, that's super interesting cover art. I'm going to listen to it because you judged a book by its cover. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was (laughs) something I found interesting. I don't, I'm I'm not exactly sure. Like if it's going to be, if it's going to stay interesting, mm-hmm. but it's definitely interesting now for me. Yeah. And, and, uh, Vagabond's album, Infinite Worlds, I think is really, okay. really well done as well too. Really like the quality of that album. Kind of quiet, uh, reminds me of, uh, some of the indie that came out early two thousands as well too. Really has a good quality to it. And I, if Vagabond's probably my highest recommendation of all of them, the Vagabond and Odyssey. Okay. I think you texted me the other day about the, all of those. I sent every one of them to you, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bash and Pop's really good. That's right. We talked it, about that yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. That's Tommy Stinson's new... I mean, we listened to that like three times in a row one day, so yeah. it's very much 
you know, if you like replacements and cheap trick and like Midwest, Midwest rock, yeah. <laughs> you know, pop and rock. So that's really good. Um, there's so many that I can't even think about. POS. POS has um, a new album. Yep. MERS. MERS has a brand new album. My boys. <laughs> they came out and you know, both of them have a, you know, I, I sometimes am shocked by how much material MERS comes out with. Oh my God, that guy can't stop talking. <laughs> but I still have the pen from MERS Rules the World. Oh. When that album came out back in the late 90s, yeah. I still have that pen. And I used to tell people I used to use that pen for like college tests. <laughs> so I would use like this tiny, tiny pen that you got inside a CD <laughs> to do my college test, that MERS Rules oh. the World pen. and because uh, Monty Rules the World. Well, and, and POS, his album you know, coming off of the health issues that he's had and has, has recovered from, which is, which is phenomenal. Amen. Um, again, it's a, it's a different album, you mm-hmm. know, and you know, well, it's, I talked to somebody recently who was really disappointed in it and I told him, I said, well, I said, it's a, it's not what you're, what you're used to, you know, it's not what you're used to mm-hmm. from him. And I said, for me, I gravitate towards those albums that are a little different by artists, you know, so yeah. they aren't on the same kind of path. There's right. this one kind of anomaly and it's not even like a strong anomaly. It's not like he changed his whole style. It's yeah. just what he talks about is different. You mm-hmm. can tell that the health concerns have, have focused him and changed him a little bit in the studio. And yeah. maybe he was doing that right after during, during the recovery process or maybe after the recovery process, I'd love to ask him about that. Well, you should call him. I'm going to call him this evening. Okay. As soon as we get off, I'm going to ask him. (laughs) Um, One last thing I almost forgot. Elbow. The new Elbow record is wonderful. I like that one. Amazing. Quite a bit. Yeah. They kind of, they have energy again and it's, it's positive and it's, I mean, not to say they were like black metal on the last album, but, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but solid. Guy Garvey's voice is incredible. I highly recommend it. Okay. So today's theme is about the party. Party. <laughs> <laughs> so, we had a great recommendation from uh, from a listener who asked us basically what our favorite party mix would be. Yeah. That's a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in our heads instantly it's like, what kind of party are we going to the party together? And my need to do I need to make the mix? Well, how long is the party? Exactly. <laughs> is it a party for my parents? <laughs> I guess. Is it a party for a new generation? <laughs> I guess. Like, <laughs> yes. I almost approached it as like if I was a DJ and someone said, "We need you to DJ our our show or our our event or something like that. I, yeah, I, tell me where you're going, Mr. Oh, DJ. I, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of approach these themes a little differently. I think both of us, right? Yeah, I kind of, um, throughout my years, I know what gets a party started and I know like things that feel good and make everybody kind of get in a party mood. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, there's some literal ones that I picked because I can't not exactly do that, so... So again, and, and that's a, that's an interesting way to approach it, especially for someone who's so ingrained in music throughout their entire life to, that yeah. you kind of know what's going to get a crowd going, well, yeah. right? But I, I oftentimes make this comment about, uh, I've been to lots of weddings and at every wedding I go to, regardless of what the ethnicity, what the age and what the predominant gender is at these weddings when you play Garth Brooks, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I have friends in low places. <laughs> People come out 
like screaming that song. It's like everybody comes out that's for that a song. Good pick there, Monty. Yeah, right? Am I wrong that's, though? That's like a, it's a slice of Middle America. That's for I mean, sure. And you still play the electric slide in any arena, and that's people true. are going to come out and do the electric slide. <laughs> that's true. Right? I mean, any Casey and the Sunshine Band. Oh, totally. You know. That that usually does the trick as well. And we all have those party songs, right? So like, Who Let the Dogs Out? I always remember that one. Hate that song. You'll never hear that song from me on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We won't do that. And same with like, uh, you know, you look at like uh, Mamba Number 5, another big one. You got... uh, Live in La Vida Loca. Live in La Vida Loca. You know, (laughs) Vanilla Ice. Yes. Right? Baby Got Back. You know, these are all party themes. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I always tell people like, you put those songs on at a, any place, and there's going to be one person, maybe more than one person, who's going to just, that's their favorite song ever, right? Uh-huh. My wife and I have this conversation all the time. Like, So I'll hear songs, and I'll be like, that's someone's favorite song, right? <laughs> yes. So when I hear Tacos putting on the Ritz, oh. I tell someone, that in this world that we live in, that is someone's favorite song and it just makes me think of young frankenstein yeah <laughs> whenever i hear it that's his favorite song <laughs> you know and and, on and it always it, it kind of it amuses me a little bit but also kind of bothers me sometimes i'm like because i i hear that song and i'm like that's like a novelty song like it's a novelty song but that is someone's favorite song like super freak <laughs> is someone's favorite song it's Rick James's favorite song, that's yeah, for sure. You know, <laughs> no, it made him a lot of money. A so. lot of money. <laughs> but those are those are all songs. So when I when you first initially told me about this, I I struggled for a while because I was yeah. like, well, because that's initially what yes, I thought. Yes, you of. did send me a lot of questions. I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. know, I, and me being me, I'm all hmm, figured out. <laughs> so <laughs> tell I, me what you feel. I took this back a little bit, um, and it's going to be part story time a little bit because I all these songs that I'm going to list all had some kind of influence at a house party, okay. at a party, at a wedding party, at some party of some sort. <laughs> some At some point in your life. Correct. These okay. songs all played a, a, I like it. a position. I like it. Most of them coming from the late 90s. Most of them coming from the late 90s. <laughs> so with that kind of put out there as to what how we approach this podcast, uh, just keep in mind that when you hear my party mix, it's going to be party mix for maybe the late 90s right which for some of our audience i guarantee you some of them are going to listen to these songs and they're going to be dancing in their car oh yes i wish wish we could do a couple different episodes of this because just the 90s r&b alone we could make a whole party yeah exactly (laughs) so without further ado let's get it started mary go ahead how do we get this party started that's right (laughs) (laughs) and and you have a song that is i i think is just the perfect party start well you know that's this one in in particular is a song like like seriously just put it on anywhere and people that don't even know the song or ever heard it they're like what is this you know it's it it leads it is the environment um the first line being i used to go out to parties but then this man decided, I'm going to create the party. I'm going to be my own party. And that man is Marvin Gaye. And you, we have to give it up. We, we got to give, give it up. We got to give it up. I mean, there's I, this is an easy song. It's nice. It literally makes you want to get up and dance. So well, and let's talk try to, to deny that. And let's talk about like the, the ramification of this song in present time. Uh, with blurred lines, correct. Because yeah. a lot of what makes that song work isn't Robin Thicke or the lyrics. It's that drum it's beat. It's that groove. That in the drum back. beat is amazing. Yeah, that 
like the bass line mm-hmm. on top of that on the drums that yeah it's you per- can't it, it's a it's it's you a groove dance. mix exactly yeah, exactly so. let's, let's hit it be the center of attention after you do this song at a party <laughs> if you're that guy that you know like if 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 i was at a, at a party and a dj threw that song on i'd want to go and talk to them after you listen to the song or like during probably during <laughs> yeah yeah i'd want to know like because i most of the time if have they're you, sorry have you not heard that at a wedding i can't it's, it's not oh. one that i remember hmm. hearing at a wedding I would play it if I was a DJ at a wedding. That would seem like the the perfect song to put on. Yeah, it's a generational one too. Oh, totally. Where the parents can get down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so a little bit of story time. <clears throat> 1997 is where we're going with this first song. Get in the Monty um, Time Machine. Back in the Monty Time Machine. I was a sophomore in high school. Uh, I had pretty strict parents, so... Uh, I had these curfews that I used to have to abide by. 11 o'clock? Yeah. Yeah, pretty early. And uh, <laughs> I, re- I remember. And I remember being at a, uh, it was a dance, right, for high school. The prom? No, no, no it was like homecoming or something okay. like that, right? And it was like the first homecoming where like, or the first dance my sophomore year that my, my parents kind of let the, the reins off, right? Let me kind of go out there. And uh, I remember... Just being like kind of excited because it was a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to always have to like sneak out or like make an excuse or something to leave because I didn't want to look, you know, like that guy and that, that loser in high school who was like, my, my mom won't let me, won't let me stay late. I got to go, oh, you know, to my yes. buddies. Yes. And uh, this was like the first time where I could, I could really live it up. Right. But one thing I remember about that dance is the fact that the DJ that was there loved a song and he loved the song so much that he played it three times oh during goodness. the dance, right? Wow. Start, Not in a row? middle, and near the end, okay. right? <laughs> and I remember, I kept wondering, I'm like, why is he playing the same song again, right? <laughs> that is a little strange. Yeah. and But but, but the, if it works, it works. And the part about it is no one cared. Yeah. Everybody just loved it and they were out there <laughs> dancing and that it's, it's ingrained in my head that this DJ at this party played the same song three times. <laughs> That's a good jam. And three times, everybody went nuts. <laughs> 
And I was at the time, you know, I loved music so much at the time that I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, you can't get away with that, can you? Oh, yes, like, you can. Yeah. You got to give people what they want. Correct. That, that's, a, sure, that's a DJ. You know, that's a pretty good DJ when well, they do and that. And I'm sure that he that he was requested again. Yeah. You know, like someone went up there and requested it again. <laughs> and the fact that this song still, I, I tell people, you can still play this song and it will take you back to that time period. <laughs> It'll take you back to that time period. Ladies and Instantly. gentlemen, we are going to take you back to 1997 with Mark Morrison and Return of the Mac. Oh, snap. came out in 1996 but if you think about it you know it was slow kind of run i think mid 1996 oh, yeah. so by the time homecoming came around it was huge it was the fall yeah yeah and oh, you were yeah. <laughs> you it was were big right it was so big that was a big night for monty i'll tell you that it was, i even uh, know about this night from prior stories i've so. talked about it twice already <laughs> so yep I, I wish i you should have filmed it. That's what your next movie should be. <laughs> the it should be like homecoming the homecoming night, night movie, <laughs> and we have all these good memories and songs to go with it already. It's oh, going to be, be amazing. The licensing fee would be huge. <laughs> um, I, well, I guess I'm kind of giving myself away on this one, but I did not put Montel Jordan. This is how we do it, and I was really close to putting it on the mix, which goes hand in hand with oh, Return totally. of the Mac. Like, totally. There's that smooth 90s guy thing. Yep, definitely. <laughs> Where everything's kind of like in a Vaseline tinted <laughs> um, filter, you know? <laughs> but shiny black. Shiny black. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is like shiny black cars. Oh. I guess that's Montel and his big black trucks. Yep. So. Oh, totally. You got to wear your Timberlands too. <laughs> yeah. Jet black t- Timberlands. Yeah. Uh, so we're in the same decade then. Yep. In the pick that I've chosen for track two. Um, this is from 1990, so yep. we kicked off the 90s this way. And <laughs> this is from 1990. I think so. I was oh just verifying. Word. I know it makes you feel a little, wow. a little funny. Yeah, that it's that it's 27 years old. Wait, I did that math right, right? <laughs> yes, 27 yep. mm-hmm. years old. So, which is pretty amazing. That's amazing. Um, but it's delight. Groove is in the heart, and so. I challenge anyone to listen to this song and not feel like you oh, want to yeah. get up and dance. Like you, you instantly, your brain is jumping, your body starts moving. And I had never seen anything like it. You know, I remember seeing the video very vividly. The video you know. is a party. The video is an amazing party. <laughs> and Bootsy Collins, yep. you know, like 
Bootsy Collins is party in human form yeah. oh, totally. to me. Like yep. he is ray of light and fun and love. Yep. <laughs> so the whole the whole vibe is amazing, and I hope this brings you people lots of joy today. Has Q-Tip and Bootsy <laughs> Collins and Lady Miss Cure. Thank at, you. At that time, um, having those two guys in a in a song probably wasn't a hard thing to do, right? But like you look right. back on it now and you're like, oh my god, they have those two guys on that song, mm-hmm. right? Well, it's very New York too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that whole the vibe, the dance vibe, and everything. So, but way accessible. Oh, totally. And the '90s was, you know. Screams at the 90s, end of, another song that screams uh, yeah, 90s. Yeah, and it's the retro 60s thing. Oh, yeah. That was kind of a big deal. Okay. <laughs> so back to the 90s. And we're going to talk about a party that I went to. And, and I was probably in high school again. I'm pretty sure I was in high school. This is kind of a vague party because... uh. <laughs> There were some things going on at this party. <laughs> that altered your memory of it? Just a little bit. Yeah, I understand. But the one thing I remember is we all know we, we go to parties and we all know there's that one guy that's that party hard dude, right? <laughs> that is like just amped for that one song <laughs> that the DJ handpicked just for him, right? <laughs> yes. It might you, be that, are you talking about yourself? No, no this isn't me. This isn't me. <laughs> This is me as I wink, <laughs> but uh-huh. I uh, I remember vague or not vaguely. I remember this part in that vague night very clearly. I remember sitting on the couch and I'm talking to a buddy of mine, and there's a guy in the corner who has like just the the jankiest DJ booth I've ever seen. Right? It's like mom's house speakers. Mm-hmm. It's like you know a, a, like the the worst like CD mixer that you could find at that time not even ones and twos you know not even like vinyl just 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 terrible cd CD mixer that he put together (laughs) but he was killing it and i remember like thinking to myself i'm like this guy's got all the albums right (laughs) so like i remember walking over at one point in time looking in his what you back in the day when you you would have you used to have to lug around your cds oh did he have he didn't have the book he just had this giant crate of cds crate of cds yep and I remember looking at it and being like, man, this guy's got everything, right? <laughs> and I'm sitting on the couch, and this next song comes on, and I this is the first time I had ever witnessed a party hard guy, right? <laughs> Who just went nuts, but his energy brought so much energy to the room, right? He brought the party. He brought the party, right? Everybody got up and started jumping around. Mm, 
Oh, right? yes, yes, yes. And at that time, <laughs> a song by a group called House of Pain was huge. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. But huge for also for being kind of a, a pump-up amp Oh, it's incredible. Song, you can't. But not, also you being can't deny it. a party song. Oh, it's a, uh, I, that was literally on my mix too. <laughs> like I, how, I mean, this track you can't not have a party without. Exactly. Instantly, like you said, yeah. it changes everything. It changes so. the whole tone, right? And <laughs> yes. it did for this guy. Yes. And it was one of those first moments where I was like, "That guy is you want him at every party uh-huh. because he's gonna he's gonna bring the life." I'm really right? yeah. <laughs> and I always look around the rooms when I go to parties. And I'm like, wonder who it's gonna be. <laughs> I wonder who it's going to be. Who's it going to be? <laughs> so here's to that guy, the nameless guy. I still don't know who he was. I'm guessing he was white. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. And he had his shirt off and he had long hair. He kind of looked yes. like maybe he'd listen to Pearl Jam, Nirvana, and everybody else. But this is that crossover rap song for him. Oh, House of Pain is, this oh. is incredible. I mean, the, 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 from Everlast and yep. uh, uh, Third Base at the time mm-hmm. were very similar, you know, in that style. And so... I'm glad you picked this because I had it on my list. <laughs> we can't have a party without you it. You can't. You can't. So here it is. House of Pain. Happy St. Patrick's Day. House of Pain is coming to town, y'all. <laughs> Just bought tickets. You could see no. that guy again. You could see that guy from the party. I know. He'd probably he'd be, be there. there. He'd probably be yeah. there. He might Shirt have... off. Shorter hair this time, probably. <laughs> yeah. He's either got no hair or it's yeah, shorter clean hair it now. up for old age. <laughs> <laughs> so when you went to all these parties, these house parties, did you like try to hit on girls? Of course. Did you like... Of course, we like, we're getting to that. When, when I you... got a great story coming up for you. Okay, good. It's a, it's probably, it's probably one of my 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 top ten favorite high school stories okay, ever because good. it was. I, we'll get to it. We'll get to okay, it. Okay, good. Um, well, this song's from 1989 that I picked. Nice. But if you want to make the ladies kind of get up and dance as well, you should play the Beastie Boys. <laughs> hey, ladies. That's right. That cowbell alone is like a call for everyone. Just like jump around, just like the like the fucking bagpipes with House of Pain. Like that's a call. Like oh shit, it's on. And then with Hey Ladies, that cowbell. I tell you what, <laughs> and it's just the ladies get a fever. Uh yeah, it was well. I got a fear of her cowbell. I need more cowbell. Uh, <laughs> but I think there's a. I mean, there's a lot of Beastie Boys songs that are a party. Obviously, I could have picked "Fight for Your Right" mm. because that. What more is there? But uh, to me, the dance stuff and like the more groovy stuff is way better. So, if you need to party, play Beastie Boys "Hey Ladies" or put "Root Down" yep. on a, on a mix because both of them. 
fucking work like a charm to get everybody moving. So, um, Hey Ladies also has a really good sample of Ballroom Blitz, which is another really good party song to me. Like, mm-hmm. super high energy, and then it's got... Um, Off the sample, already sample-heavy Paul's Boutique. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, which album has more samples in history? So, besides Girl Talk, and that yeah. doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> but anyway... Hey ladies! Cowbell, <laughs> ring that cowbell. Can't deny it. Okay, we're going to uh, something a little bit. Uh, I always tell people this is that song that <clears throat> really helps to kind of introduce a good vibe. I think we talked about that Marvin Gaye song. Yeah. It's just that good vibe kind of song. And this is one song that I always tell people is like. If you're a DJ, like back in the late 90s, you had to play this song because it was like your calling card, right? And it's Zane's uh, Hey Mr. DJ. Mm. Remember that jam? Oh. Right? Who are you talking to? <laughs> but I used to tell Friday people, I'm like, it's like a... Here. Exactly. It's a weekend popper, Friday night <laughs> popper. And uh, the uh, I used to tell people that uh, the, the DJ, it, it almost is like, you know, you're, you're waiting for that song where like, this song's for me mm-hmm. or this song's about me or <laughs> and they don't get a whole lot of love so uh the story that coincides with this with this jam is I, I had a friend of mine who just listened to this song all the time like every time we got in the car it was on and it was one of those songs that was is kind of guy or a girl it was a guy okay. yeah a guy on my on, on a on a sports team that i was that i played on would play this song every single time we went somewhere and it got to the point where i was like it's not is friday it, is it ever gonna like <laughs> Is this song ever going to like, you know, stop? Right. <laughs> but the funniest part about it. Right. So I, I ended up, uh, <coughs> I ended up uh, going to his wedding and he got married like 15 years after the, after that moment in okay. high school. Right. And I'm at his wedding and he comes out right with his wife and hey, Mr. DJ's playing, <laughs> right? Wow! So I told, really, in my really, head, I'm thinking really myself, and song. I and I walked over to him. And I remember telling him, "I say, hey, man, hey, Mr. DJ again," but he didn't even remember it. And I'm like, "You don't remember how much I made fun of you for playing that song so much back in the day?" But apparently, it was a party starter for him, <laughs> and I still hear people play it on on during mixes today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and even it's th- a solid track. It's just it it's like you said, you can't deny yeah. that vibe. The same kind of vibe that that Marvin Gaye song has for a group. So here is Mr. Hey Mr. DJ by Zane. All the girls are ready so we can 
Timeless. It really is timeless. That's It'll right. make you feel good. It feels like, it feels like that song you get ready to. Yeah. On Friday night to like. It's get a drive. Is that, a, dri- out, is that you know? a drive to the party song? No, that's me listening to it, getting ready. Yeah. Before leaving. I like what you said about it having an easy quality. Yes. It's a very super easy. easy quality. Yeah. Every every time you hear it. Um, we're going to take, <laughs> as I said, this is a sharp left turn. This is a little different from Jean A. Not necessarily the easiest, but it is, it, this song goes directly to your heart. It's the jump around guy. Oh, totally. You know, effect that, yep. uh, this is Andrew WK party hard. Yep. Um, <laughs> and Andrew WK is a fascinating person to me. You know, I've always thought he was wonderful and amazing and he's kind of become like a you know he's a he's a speaker you know he just did a tour a spoken word tour where he talks about positivity where party heart the party spirit as he says you know everything is a party and what he you know in reality party is the universe it's god it's whatever you want it to be but you have to have the party spirit yep and that i feel like is being alive <laughs> and so if there's anyone that in you know embodies the party more oh totally <laughs> it's and gotta totally. be it's, this, is, this should be every party spirit you know? animal <laughs> this is your spirit animal <laughs> <laughs> this is a party spirit animal if you ever need to get anything started and when we party we will always party hard when it's time to party we will party hard lot of fist pumping going one on over here. One arm is really hurting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Too much fist pumping with one hand. <laughs> yeah, I think it's all the only, well, it's one of those other tracks where he's playing piano, by the way. Yeah. Like, that's a piano rocker. That's a piano rocker, <laughs> yep. And the, WK. The part about that, about that song that's, that's, I think, most interesting to me is the fact that there's an aggressive tone behind it. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to what he's saying, it's not like aggressive. It's yeah, it's real it's positive. It's completely yeah. positive. Yes, that's. It I love that like, dichotomy. I it almost that. feels like we should break shit when we hear that song. <laughs> but it's like it, Andrew would probably stop the party and be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" No. <laughs> well, no, he would say, uh, "Did you ask your friend if you could break that first? And if so, please break it and break it hard." <laughs> so he would be courteous. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about it, about the ladies here because you can't have a party without the ladies uh and you can't break a young impressionable mind like mine in the late 90s 
the way you did with this song. So I remember be, I remember a, a relative of mine invited me to a party. And this relative of mine uh, was a few years older than me. And he loved hip-hop music. It was like his thing. And I went to the party with him and a couple of friends from high school. And we all, you know, I went to a, a very kind of sheltered high school. We didn't mingle a whole lot with the public school kids. Oh, you went to a private school? I went school. to a private school. Yeah. Fancy. I'm fancy, I yeah. guess. Whatever. <laughs> this is real, like, if you looked at my public school or my private school, it wouldn't look fancy at all. Like, <laughs> it was very kind of poorish. But, um, but I remember taking these two friends of mine to this party with a relative of mine, and he threw this huge party. And it was, like, one of the first, like, big, 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 like, blowout house parties that you ever went to. And mm -hmm. you could feel, like, the different divisions of the room, yeah. right? So you got your smokers who were had their place outside. <laughs> they had their corner outside. You wanted to smoke, you could go over there, smoke, and then go and do whatever you wanted to do, right? You had your guy who were your like chill beard dudes. Remember those guys? Oh yeah. Right? Just kind of They're the ones surrounding the keg. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And that they, brought the tap. And they always try to talk <laughs> about something really, really like uh like like they always want to talk about something really like intellectual, but it never, it always goes back to like talking about boobs and girls. Wow. I was going to say, <laughs> usually the dudes around the beers aren't talking about intellectual things. So, well, I, and I, maybe it's just this one party, but I remember going over there and they were talking about like books and stuff. And I'm like, and at the time, I'm like, what are these guys talking about books, right? But, anyways, it was this big party that all these divisions, right? And there are these girls there who were a few years older than us and they were, um, they're, it's hard to describe them without being offensive. Um, Whoa, but Monty, that's a party. At the time in the 90s, there were songs like, uh, I put my hand up on your hip when you dip you, right? We had that song. And you had songs like, uh, come on and ride it and ride it. Choo -choo. Right? You had that one. You had Two Life Crew who was still making songs, right? But there was one song specifically where I saw a woman shake her butt shake that ass like i've never seen someone shake an ass before <laughs> and i sat i stood there for like a solid 30 seconds in complete just disbelief of how this booty was doing what it was doing and if you took a picture at that moment you would see my two other friends doing the same thing jaws open eyes wide we never knew someone could do it like that and she had on these, you remember those small booty shorts that the girls used to wear back in the day, right? She had on these. Oh, they still wear them. They still wear them, They're yeah. They're just different style. But they were like, I mean, they were barely hanging on. They were barely hanging on for, for life. And I've never seen this happen before, but the song that was playing will always make me think of that. And the song we're going to listen to is Rump Shaker by Rex and Effect. And I'll just think about a, a very, very large booty shaking at Turbo Speed. And that's what you'll get. Shaking now, shaking. She can spend every birthday, but naked. Body is soft, making me wanna squish up. More chest in the game, I'm rumping like a subwoofer. Shaking to the left, shaking to the right. I don't mind sticking it to her every single night. Come on, pass the poop, poop, send it to Papa. Shake it, baby, shake it, baby, shake it, don't stop her. Let me see you do the booty hop, and now make the booty stop. Now drop and do the booty rock. The way you're shaking your grills, really 
kill is making brother ills up a whole lot of bills. But I ain't into tricking, just a treating, and I ain't into treating every trick that I'm eating. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, shake it, baby, shake it now, shake it like that. All I wanna do is on my zone, 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 and a boom, boom, boom. Just shake your body. All I wanna do is on my zone, 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 and a boom, boom. Just shake your body. All I wanna do is on my zone, 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 and a boom, boom. Just shake your body. All I wanna do is on my zone, 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 and a boom, boom. You listen to that whole song. I know you're the last to say about that booty. You got a lot oh, to say about that booty. <laughs> Lots. That, I, had, I had a lot to say. It's a very, uh, very important booty in my life. Yeah. I feel... Yes. <laughs> you don't even know that booty's name. I don't even know it. Yeah. That's... But I remember that moment clear as day. <laughs> clear as day. I don't even know. Well, I guess we go from booty to Bowie here. <laughs> <laughs> the best crossover. <laughs> the best. <laughs> booty to Bowie, y'all. Uh, well, I mean... This album is, or the song "Modern Love" from David Bowie is from "Let's Dance," yep. the record, which, in itself, if you just put that record on, you're gonna have a party. So totally. There's something again. Um, I think maybe talking about this and like your stories about the parties and things, I seem to be picking songs that are party starters. You know, yeah. like I said at the beginning, but then thinking about like getting ready to go out like Jeanne. Yeah. This is another one of those kind of songs. Um, when you're getting ready to mm-hmm. go out to party. Yes. Do you know? <laughs> do I know when to go? <laughs> do you know when to stay home and when to go out? Yes. Get things done. Get things done. Just like David Bowie. Just like the, just like the, the, the man, <laughs> the man Bowie. If you need to have a good time getting ready. I suggest listening to David Bowie's Modern Love. That song does kind of feel like it's the pregame, right? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a pregame. It's like we're getting ready. It's a party in your own place before exactly. you get Like ready. that's where the dance montage in the movie happens, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The, I'm, I'm going to try on all these clothes, right? <laughs> right. It's that scene. Right. And uh, so our listeners know that we got kicked out of the last party when we were trying to do this. We had, okay. a, we had a party at Monty's. Yep. <laughs> and the universe said, party's over. Party's over. <laughs> Kicking you guys out. <laughs> so we moved the party over to my place. Yes. And it's pretty okay we so had far. To, yeah, we had to move it. It's all good. Yeah. It'll work out. with david bowie right right yeah i mean no not ever like when you walk into your extra room here he's staring right at you yes he is yeah yep. he's he's watching everywhere over you. well <laughs> not watching over you like two other gentlemen in your room but 
<laughs> that sounds weird, Monty. Right? It's okay. It's true, though. That's the beauty of what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you can never go wrong with Bowie. So in our effort of moving into the party, you know, we talked about how how it feels like to kind of have your first party experience, mm-hmm. right? You know, your first time that you have, uh, you know, that significant moment with someone at a party, right? Pony by Genuine is a song that plays a very key role in my upbringing and my party, my party uh, <laughs> atmospheres and the environment of being in a party for me. <laughs> and it's a little embarrassing, but I'm going to share it with you guys because, you know, who else to share this with than... <laughs> You guys who enjoy these songs. Um, But uh, the song Pony by Genuine has just a a rhythm and just has this theme of it. It's just telling you it's time. It's time to talk to somebody. (laughs) It's time to go out on that dance floor and it's time to dance. (laughs) Right. I don't know if this song's about talking, but... <laughs> Correct. Correct. A different kind of talking. The non, yeah. non-verbal communication, right. right? And you clearly know when someone's telling you something, right? Mm-hmm. Young Monty, 1999, maybe 2000, there was this club locally that would let 18-year-olds in, right? Mm-hmm. And at this point in time, all I had was school dances, and I went to a very strict school and certain behaviors weren't warranted on the dance floor. You had to make room for Jesus Correct. in between you and the ladies. Correct. Yes. You had to have a shoe in between you, <laughs> shoe, shoe distance between yes. you and the other person. No body touching, not allowed. <laughs> so I'm at this club that will remain nameless, but for anybody that grew up in Arizona, you'll realize that there aren't very many clubs that were 18 and over at the time. So it was that club. <laughs> and I'm on the dance floor and I'm not necessarily a, a really kind of get into get into dancing guy. I'm kind of just out there You're mingling. A you know, I'm a shoulders guy. Like a shoulder shoulders dancing. and arms. That's yeah. about it. Uh-huh. Well, I'm on the dance floor and I'm having a good time. And some young woman decides that I'd be a good person to dance with, right? And it's a song. It's probably a faster hip hop song that was going on at the time. And then the song ends, and you get this silence you know, for a couple seconds of like, what's going to happen next? Right. And then that first deep <laughs> bass note of pony starts up. <laughs> right. And you can't, you can't like, it's one of those songs. That as soon as it hits, you're like pony, mm-hmm. right. You just know mm-hmm. it's that song. And after you realize it's genuine, number two, the next thought that goes into your mind is I got to find someone because <laughs> if there's a song to get freaky to on the dance floor, it's a good one. It's pony. And my dance floor virginity was taken <laughs> significantly <laughs> on this song. You went out with a bang. Yes. You really kick things off. That's a duck guys. That's I a have duck. a pet duck in okay. my place. So don't mind that quacking. <laughs> quacking away anyways um so the song hits hits on and i'm out there kind of all alone and the girl that i just dan- i just finished dancing with it just turns around looks the other direction and proceeds to drop it like it's hot <laughs> right into me and You're like, oh my god i died and went to heaven <laughs> and i had no idea what to do again i'm a shoulder and arms guy right so what do you do you just stand there and, and say thank you. it was uh, 
it was scary. One, I didn't really know what was going on. Uh, two, I felt like everybody was watching because yeah. she was really dancing, right? If you can call it dancing. And uh, yeah, it was very, uh, it was very weird. And it was a, it's a three and a half minute song, and it was a, a, a really kind of like at first scary, and then at second it was re- really fun, <laughs> and then at third I'm like, oh, the song's gonna end. What's gonna happen, <laughs> right? So as soon as the song ends, she turns around, gives me a hug, and just walks away, and I never saw her again. That was it. So she came in, took my dance floor virginity, and. Uh, and moved on into the night that's a pony angel that was a pony <laughs> angel so without further ado everyone at if you're at home find that significant other somewhere bring them out into the room turn on pony and see where it leads here we go yeah. kind of party but you know it's a party right? uh yeah a genuine pony and black streets no diggity oh yeah like if you need a party started you pick those two that's it that's <laughs> all you need and when we monty and i got to see leon bridges yep in the fall of last year and homeboy did a cover of genuine's pony and monty and i stopped and looked at each other like what's this good baptist boy right? <laughs> doing yeah. covering pony it yeah. was it was outside the realm of what we expected and i thought it was really well done but there's something about the i think the rhythm of that song and of course like the lyrics of that song it just it just like turns up the heat a little bit you know in the room and even in that night which was already kind of a dance worthy kind of night when he stepped in and did that song you could just feel like the sex coming (laughs) off of the stage it was nuts which made me feel weird because i didn't expect that from him at all so yeah but he covered it pretty good i thought it was a decent cover yeah he was it's happy about it. Cover. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> good pick, pony. Big, pick. <laughs> good pick, good pony, pick pony boy. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, soda pop. Um, I don't even know how to segue into this one. This is another one where you play it and every woman will react, but in a different way. I mean, every woman usually reacts to Genuine's pony, but yep. the other side of that is when you dance with the player. Yep. That's the pony mm-hmm. asking you to ride the pony yep. that it might turn into a bad romance correct and sometimes you don't want to be just friends with that player that's right and you have to get it out and if you need like so this bad romance by lady gaga i think when she came on the scene with these this song in particular paparazzi and the others it's just like huge big 
presentation mm -hmm. of who she is. And to me, it's very Vegas because that was the first place I ever heard it. Yeah. And so I always associate it with that like Vegas party mode. But um, but this is for all the ladies who've been through some things. It's Lady Gaga's Bad Romance. That Lady Gaga song, you know, from her, it's from the Party Monster album, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, was her second album, right? Yeah. Technically, yeah, her second album. Do you remember, like, the first encounter you had with Lady Gaga, like, as an artist? Uh, yeah, like I said, it was in Vegas. Oh, was that And song? everybody was, I think it was, uh, yeah, oh. it was Bad Romance. It wasn't the album before that? Mm -mm. No, really? I mean, maybe I heard it, yeah. but I don't recall it if I did. I didn't connect to her until yeah. that moment because every single person I was with was like, turn it up. <laughs> why, why, do you so. think, why do you think her popularity took so long to really become something? Uh, because she's strange and unusual yeah. and, you know, she's she's like Bowie in a, mm -hmm. in a presentation. and. But she still had hits, you know? like people, Oh, mega hits, yeah. like ridiculous yeah. hits, you know? I think... I don't know if it took that long, you know, yeah. we're just a uh, West Coast versus East Coast. I feel like she probably was big on the East Coast. I'm already. guessing she was already yeah. getting played in clubs a lot in yeah. New York. I know that she so. was, she was, uh, she had a lot of airplay on like hip hop radio stations mm -hmm. um, that were more yeah. focused on the, on, on the hip hop aspect. And right. even the hip hop DJs were throwing her stuff on and, right. but it's funny because they haven't thrown her stuff on since. Well, like those first two albums, it was really popular. And then as soon as like her sound changed a little bit, because mm -hmm. she had a little bit more of an urban influence on that first album. But as soon as yeah. it started to mature. Well, it could have been like, you know, Madonna. Everybody thought she was black girl. You yeah. know, like that's the Gaga thing, too. It's mm -hmm. before you have the visuals. Definitely. You know, so. Definitely. <laughs> so speaking of visuals, there is a uh, a certain rap group that from a visual level it's hard not to not to focus on these guys mm -hmm. and uh young monty going back to young monty who had never experienced the party atmosphere or even a house party at all uh had only one reference to see what a party was <laughs> and my reference for a party always came from the movie house party <laughs> yeah. i always thought that's how it was supposed to be done so i remember i had a party at, at my house my parents allowed it and I invited some people over and I thought I needed a DJ table in the middle. You know, I thought I needed <laughs> room awesome for people though. to dance and stuff like that. And it wasn't <laughs> even like one of those things. No one danced. Like everybody just mingled. And I'm like, 
Where, why is it no one were dancing? Were you DJing though? I were was. You like, yeah, I had a, yeah. I had like a. It wasn't even a fancy DJ thing, but just like. <laughs> and how old are you? I was like sixteen. I wow. think. Yeah. When your parents let you have a party. Mm-hmm. As long as it was supervised by them, that no. was a, that was that was what it was. Yeah. But uh, I remember, you know, I wouldn't say a lot of people showed up, but enough people f- to fill up my house. That's amazing. But no one danced, and we had a pool. No one went in the pool. I thought they were, I, you know, from in my head, I'm like, this is not like house party. <laughs> like no. no one's even acknowledging the fact that there's a DJ table in the corner, right? None That's of that. That's weird. Right? That's weird, Monty. But, uh, What's wrong with your friends at that time? Were they just shy? I, I don't know. I think, I think, I just don't think that at the time that was how a house party was supposed to be You done. should have been playing house party. I should have. At the same I time, be like, this is what you're supposed to be doing, That's what I should have put on. You got, here's, the, here's the blueprint, everyone. <laughs> this is what we're supposed to be doing. You need to wear silk shirts. Are you all wearing That's silk right. shirts? <laughs> and, and how come me and my best friend aren't dancing in the middle of the room right now? That's the thing. How come we're not kicking legs and, and going in the circle? How come we aren't team dancing, right? Remember that team dancing scene mm-hmm. in house party? God, I so did you see house party two? Oh, of course and three and three and there's a fourth one there's a fourth i think so yeah were they all made like one year after each other no no house party one was was a big success number two came out quickly they were in college in that one mm-hmm. number three didn't have either of the guys in there i think they maybe had played cameos and then number four uh was with like a local like we're well, not a local but a like a pretty like popular uh-huh. r&b artist at the time they're trying to redo it <laughs> But who would they, if they were going to re- redo House Party, who would they get? And you have mm. to get a musician. Like, is it going to be like Chris Brown and... Uh, oh, God, no. Chris Brown and <laughs> Jason Derulo? Oh, God, no. Right? No, it has to be somebody with some humor, like yeah. a sense of humor. Because to me, they were also like half stand-up comedian uh-huh. actors because kid and play, like you had to have the... The comic relief. Oh, of course, like yeah. Like, you have to have the straight guy and the... Well, those two those two were I don't know, just very natural. And, uh, in Kevin front of Hart and making but movies they, But together. I don't think they could dance. I don't think... And that was the one thing that the house party guys had, was <laughs> they, they, were, they were dancers They were well. very good dancers, so... So, like, like I, I don't know. I, it's Ooh. Chris Brown has done done uh, tele- or movies before. That's true. That's true. I don't know if Jason Derulo has, but... There's, there's a person in this town that I think would... A couple people that I think yeah. might be good. I like the unknown factor. Yeah. Like, because that's like breaking too. Yeah. I, and I think people discovered Kid and Play from that mm-hmm. movie more than they did yeah. their music. Right. I remember a, a cousin of mine was a. Because they weren't it. hard. They weren't no. in like a gangster scene. Mm-hmm. They weren't New Jack City. You know, Not at or all. New Jack Swing. And, and like the they think, had nothing connecting them to other places. Yeah. And to think about at the time, at, the, at that time, it was still a battle. At that time, it was still oh, yeah. like, you know, getting on people for biting you know mm-hmm. um even ll cool j didn't clean up his image until well past the the 90s you know before he started yeah, turning it's like when's anaconda yeah well mr <laughs> was he in well, anaconda no ice cube was ice in cube. anaconda and even yes. ice cube never cleaned up his his musicals thing his his music was still very gangster rap yeah it was a ll cool j's mr smith album that changed him from a battle mc to being to a suit and softie. tie yeah yeah not softy suit and tie yeah, suit and tie, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I and I, the, I may be, there are people who are too hard on, on LL Cool J, I think, sometimes. I still think, man, you go back to some, like, even there, there was a recent song that came out, and <clears throat> I haven't listened to LL in, in like, like, in depth in years, mm-hmm. but I took notice of that song because it sounded so different than what was on mainstream radio because it actually had rhythm. It actually had, like, <laughs> a connecting lyrical element that yeah. he kept going with it. 
And in those moments, I'm like, man, LL, LL still can spit. <laughs> like, it was really a good rhyme, too. So, yeah, he needs to. I don't know. I can't. I can't judge anybody's career, right? Yeah. And I don't know if you should necessarily. Yeah. I mean, he likes money. Well, and he wants to keep doing things and acting and doing a bunch of different shit. So yeah. let him do what he's gonna do. But he's had some decent acting roles too. You know, he's had a few that uh, I thought were pretty good. For what? I can't um, think off the top of my head. Like there's a movie called mm. uh, In In Too Deep, I think, mm. that he did with Omar Epps. <laughs> he was pretty good in that one. Did they play In Too Deep's Back to the Hotel? No, they should have though. <laughs> they should have though. So, That's anyways, party song, getting off getting anyways. off topic anyway, here. Yes. Uh, Kid and play the blueprint for how to how to properly do a house party in my mind. Um, hopefully, one of you out there will try it and maybe achieve it because I think it's very difficult. And I have not seen a house party that is like house party the movie, even though I desperately want that to happen. <laughs> uh, so, get your high top fades right and get your matching silk silk shirts out. Yes, and. Uh, enjoy the the pleasing, uh, not never offensive rhymes of Kid and Play. And the song ain't gonna hurt nobody. Check your coat and your troubles at the door. Cause for sure you're gonna see a smile today. The problems of the world seem miles away. The only thing that matters is a good time that can be had with the help of a good rhyme. The DJ's hype more than up to par. Uh oh, there goes a cutie at the bar. So I stroll on over and say hi. And tell her on the PLAY. And would she like to dance a while? I'll do anything to see you smile, you see? My job is to take you higher. After a couple of songs, I'll inquire. Having fun? Well, I ain't done. The best is yet to come. That ain't going to hurt nobody, everybody, from Kid and Play. Mary, question for you. Um, when it when someone says they're going to paint the town red, what does that mean? I don't even know, Monty. Yeah? I think uh, I don't want to make any religious overtones or anything. <laughs> but there's a connotation <laughs> of like, when I think of like the religious overtones, I don't think a party. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. That's like the only thing I can think of. Maybe but... a party for the higher power. <laughs> paint the town red, y'all. Uh, I don't know. What's your guess? I don't know. I, I just think red's a striking color. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're going to paint the town red, you're going to let everybody know that you've been, you know. That you turn into that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was at a Club Buzz. I, I dropped the name. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Club Buzz. He gave it and, away, guys. He gave it away. And I'm going to paint, paint the whole place red <laughs> so people know I've been there. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Now I got to Google it. Right? We're going to Google that. We'll come back to that. Well, I know what red herring is, but I don't know yes. paint the town red, so... I just think it's a striking thing. Like I don't know. Yeah. It's going to have some deeper meaning. Watch. Hmm. I can't wait. Speaking of deeper meaning, <laughs> there's a thing about this life where it's always enhanced by someone else. Correct. You know, yeah. what you and I do, mix up and marry with Mary Monty can't happen yeah. without both of us. I agree. And... Especially like if you're going to a party or if you really want to enjoy something, you want to go with one of your good friends Mm -hmm. or you want to be with your girl or you want to be with your guy. And really, to enhance things, it takes two. It does. 
And I think this song in particular is like kind of what you were talking about with House Party. The way I thought like hip hop, R&B, dance, music was like this is a blueprint mm-hmm. of of what it is. And it starts every, everybody like you can play this anywhere and people know it right. and yep. people react to it. And it's <laughs> the lyrics are so deep within my brain that I'm it's one of those songs where you don't even it just comes to you. Yep. <laughs> it's, I agree. it's an iconic song with iconic samples. Um, this is uh, Lynn, Lynn mm-hmm. Collins again. Lynn Collins, you know, yep. we've talked about Lynn Collins quite a few times because Back there's to sampling, sampling yeah. out uh, yeah. podcasts. Yeah, I mean, we know that song to be amazing. So, um, one of my favorite weird things in pop culture, how this song is evolved and all the uses of it. But I think one of my favorites is the diagram. Like, yeah (laughs) you've seen Mm -hmm. the diagram yes okay (laughs) but anyway um right about now monty's gonna play (laughs) us a song this is it takes two by dj easy rock and rob bass song playing a lot at like sports games oh yeah right? that yeah. played a lot i mean it evolved yeah yeah into definitely. that do you remember when we were kids i think we've talked about this do you remember y95 oh yeah that radio station yep. mm-hmm. so in pine top in the winter at night like when there's cloud coverage we could get y95 yeah and that song was one where i just waited with the cassette and yep. recorded it off the radio because i was just like this is amazing like yep. It's just pr- it's pretty amazing this if you if you look back at like our childhoods and tally or maybe add up the amount of time we waited for things <laughs> right how many days right. do you think that would be right yeah we i mean we had to wait till saturdays to get rentals uh-huh. for vhs yep. um that was every saturday we went i mm-hmm. think they probably came out on fridays but we had to yep. wait till saturday to get them i mean you would have and to if you wanted your new album you actually had to go like someplace and maybe wait for yeah. it right and especially like someone like me we had to like wait wait because until we took another trip to yep. to phoenix mm-hmm. to get records or to get cds and cassettes but yeah i mean and then like writing i don't know about you but i like would send um you know in magazines from the like yeah here send away for this cassette yep. and it's a compilation like i did that all the time and of course the columbia house thing oh yeah definitely um i just remember like uh having to uh having to wait the 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 image of the tape deck is something that's ingrained in my head because i remember waiting all day long (laughs) 
for a Pearl Jam song to play one time. And just, <laughs> so I mean, just it. waiting, just like waiting, waiting, waiting. And, you know, I, sp- I, I spent, what, maybe two hours, three, um, maybe two and a half hours mm-hmm. waiting for that song to play so I could record it. <laughs> and then the DJ talked over the intro. Oh, no. Right? Well, at least it gave you time. You didn't cut it off, like, mostly. Yeah, <laughs> You know exactly. what I mean? Like, if you're waiting, you're always going to cut it off a bit, unless they did an intro and then mm-hmm. you knew. But it's interesting that you bring that up because I haven't even... I was thinking about it the other day um, because I was listening to the radio and they had a promotion, you know, mm-hmm. like, wait until we play this song today. And I was yeah. like, how many people actually do that now? You know, no one like your chances of winning through regular radio. But I wouldn't say no one. There are still people out yeah. there that are like into it. It's just a, a virtue of patience, you know, and yeah. like. But like so, you said, it's kind of amazing because. And then the um. I'm sorry. You should finish. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. <laughs> what were you saying? But, well, I, the I was just, you. You just mentioned something about waiting, right? And how people are radio, and there's still a lot of people who listen to radio, mm-hmm. right? Um, Sirius Radio, satellite radio, is another alternative. They just launched something called Beatles Channel. I heard, and <laughs> they were sampling like you know maybe like 20 minute blocks to let you kind of know how mm-hmm. it would function. Um, and I don't know if it's if it's gonna con- completely function like that, but it, it's pretty cool because they do uh, voiceover tracks. So like you'll hear like That's right. them in the studio or mm-hmm. them talking in between. There's no DJ stepping in to say like, "Hey, you know," to, yeah. to feed you the next song. Yeah, actually, that's an. Um, we could have a whole Beatles conversation. You mm-hmm. know, we always can. But I wonder how many days it would take. Like to play every album, how many hours it would take to just play all the studio albums, Mm -hmm. but then the outtakes and everything else, like from start to finish, they have 365 days to make a channel happen. So I can only imagine how fun the programming would be and the thematics, like, woo! How you you incorporate it. I mean, at some point in time, you could probably even transition into like, um, maybe even incorporating some of their online or their interviews. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you'd have blocks so of time where you'd have and then like, solo careers. Yeah. So man, that's amazing. Um, so before we uh, before we uh, get off on this uh, this tangent to <laughs> Beetleland, which would would be a it's whole podcast Pepperland. all Pepperland. Pepperland. Yeah. <laughs> we have one more song for you today, Wait, and uh, can I ask you a question, Monty? Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm just sorry. Uh, we're talking about waiting and the ch- and the being younger. Did you also have to wait to get rides and like oh, yeah. also know when the party was happening? Because here's the other thing, like when you got to the party and then you heard those songs for the first time or because mm-hmm. in my head, all of a sudden I'm like, how did we even like get together to party? Yeah. You know, like cause yep. for your party that you're talking about, your house party, how did you invite everybody? Was it during the summer? Like and if it was, how did you, did you just call everybody you knew or was it, it during was a, school? It was a back to school thing. Oh, so it okay, happened okay. like uh, a few weeks before school, but we were our, like I was in, I was a football player, so we already were playing football uh, uh, weeks before hand, yeah. and uh, I didn't play my sophomore year because I had an injury, but I still knew all the guys, so mm-hmm. I was still out there for the first few weeks, and uh, <laughs> so I remember inviting them, and then word kind of spread, and it was just open to anybody who wanted to come. Um, but I remember people like getting dropped off by parents and getting picked <laughs> up by parents that yeah. in the evening, which is kind of weird. Yeah, because um, in my head, when I hear "ain't gonna hurt nobody" and yeah. it takes two, like I just instantly think about having parties, like little weird dance parties with my friends, and I'm like, "How did we get there? Yeah, how did we right? go or like 
how do we coordinate? But this exactly. is our generational aspect mm-hmm. that we can always talk about with anything well, we've experienced in, in your, our life. In your town, is it was it feasible to uh, ride a bike somewhere? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It would, it wouldn't take yeah, we had bikes. We would ride all yeah. the time, but I think by the time I was fourteen or fifteen, I, all my friends had cars or was, yeah. were driving. So, mm-hmm. see, I was sixteen, yeah. so I, I I wasn't gonna be able to probably be new. I was new to driving. Mm-hmm. I don't think my parents would have let me drive really far away yeah. for a party but <laughs> and it wasn't like uh you know schools in arizona public schools in arizona everybody kind of lives in the same neighborhood yeah you know for the mm-hmm. most part uh, i went to a private school so we're all spread out all over mm-hmm. phoenix you know maricopa county and uh, so to get everybody together for a party there were people coming from mesa <laughs> you know all the way yeah. out to my side of town yeah but uh yeah so you think about party jams and party songs and we've gone through, you know, what we think are good party songs. You know, we've gone through what parties kind of mean to us. And I'm going to finish up with what I just think is the, is the quintessential. We're going to start a party. How are we going to get people to come out and dance? How are we going to get people to engage? And there's, there's just something about this song, the exuberance that you feel when you hear it, participation mm-hmm. that you can you can add to the song and just kind of that feel good like it just gives you that party vibe and all the songs i think that we played give us that party vibe but i think when you look at the 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 history of party songs which we have kind of gone through some here yeah. you know different eras and everything of what parties songs meant but i think there's something about like what this band tapped into with this song that is kind of a callback to everything that we've talked about. And the song I'm talking about is Outcast is uh, Hey Ya. It's just a, yeah, start your clapping, <laughs> right? This is like the, the one of those songs that I think when it comes on, it's just going to start a party. I remember hearing this song first um, on the radio in town and just being like, that song is like electric, right? Were you in the car and you had to like stop the car? Or were no, you I just remember like, it, you know, we w- wait a lot you know, mm-hmm. in Arizona traffic. Yes, we do. So I was dancing. Like, I could feel myself like <laughs> moving in my car because this song was just so good. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think it, you know, this song dropped a few weeks before the album came yes, out. Yes, it did. Yeah. This was the lead because they did two songs. Because yep. Speaker Box, The Love Below, the Love Below. Yeah. Um, you had singles from each of them mm-hmm. every, with every release. What was the big boy one? The big boy one was the uh, the Love Below, wasn't it? Was it? Oh, man. Uh, we're at Mary's place. I'm going to go check my library. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> but you know, it's, it, it's funny because, uh, there's something like, uh, like, like Andre 3000 is just a, you know, he's a, he's just a genius when it comes to these, these songs. And I miss him. I miss like the fact that he hasn't come out with a lot of yeah, music lately, too long. but there's a, he dropped a verse. I want to say in the new chance to rapper album and it was fire. Either it was, it was Chance the Rapper yeah. or Frank Ocean. Was it Frank Ocean? Uh, I I don't know off the top of my head, but Big Boy obviously is. Yeah, he's Fancy always Graham, working. Yep, he's always working. That guy can't stop. Mm-hmm. And Big Boy has has really matured as an yeah. artist. I think since yeah. he left Outkast. But there, you know, we all want our, fa- our our you know our bands to get back together. Of course. And uh, there's something about seeing Outkast kind of live again and. You know, Have you group. seen Outcast live? I saw them once uh, early. I never early, saw them. Did before. you see them at uh, Celebrity Theater? I s- no, I saw them at uh, it was a f- it was a festival in California. Yeah, 
I forget what it was. Rock the Bells, I think. Oh, yeah, that Rock makes the Bells. Sense. And uh, they were there. They were the headliners. Um, and this was uh, right. Oh, man. It was their fourth album, maybe third album. This is right. But AT uh, Aliens, Atlians, mm-hmm. whatever you call Atlians. it. Was, I call uh, it Atlians. <laughs> I, I've, I called it Atlians until someone told me it was AT Aliens. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But oh, well. Yeah, because ATL. Yeah. You need to put that anyway. <laughs> but uh, um, there that was. Uh, it, that was the huge song. So Elevators was still a big, oh, a yeah. big hit at the time. Yeah. And I think that's what they closed with was Elevators, oh, which is funny. That rad. that or Southern Playlistic Cadillac Music. You and was, I. Yeah. But <laughs> anyways, so here's here's kind of the last, like, I would say the last great song that the Outcast group put out as a group. Individually, they came out with a lot of really good stuff. Well, mm-hmm. maybe... Uh, no, this uh, Hey Ya came out after. Uh, hey Ya was probably I think it's two thousand three. Okay. For this one, uh, which yep. means two thousand three. The uh, the what what was the follow up? The follow up was the movie like yeah, that was, play uh, slash uh, Idlewild. movie Idlewild yeah. was the follow up to this, and that was it, right? Which was totally different, and that's that it. That was the end of it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So I would say like from. Been a long as time. a group, Hey I was probably their last big song as a group yeah. together. Well, and Roses. Roses, I mean, yeah. Anything, there's so many singles from Speaker mm-hmm. Box, The Love Below. Like, yeah. did you know that Roses really smell like poo, 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 poo. So, turn the volume up to 11, everyone, and uh, enjoy Hey Ya, and uh, start building your own party mix. I think it's a uh, it's a good a good mix to have. I think it's a uh, it's a good playlist to have on your on your uh, on your on your uh, you know whatever you're carrying your music on these <laughs> days. Uh, but I think it's a good a good mix to have and uh, if we uh, gave you one or two to add to that mix then we've done our job. Here's Hey Y'all. Y'all don't want to hear me you just don't dance. everyone that was hey out by outcast i hope you enjoyed our playlist today mary uh Drop some knowledge, dropping no. some knowledge <laughs> go ahead mary um, tell them it. so tell just a quick note on hey uh it was actually the way you move was the first single yeah so big boy was the intro and then hey yeah was the b-side gotcha to this promo or release of both of them being together um 2003 for show for show i remember uh because i worked for bmg at the time Mm -hmm. and we gotten a sneak peek at it and we were just like everybody in the room was just like shit they're gonna cover every single aspect of urban and r&b and hip-hop 
yeah. and it's going to be massive. So you know, it worked. And on the uh, <laughs> on the scale of my favorites for them, you know, Love Below speaker boxes is pretty high. Yeah. Um, I love uh, AT Aliens, though. That was yeah. Uh, that's Andrew's, my brother's favorite. Yeah. Um, I remember because I got this single and I had to go to Tucson and I played it so many times on the way to Tucson. And when I got to see my brother, we just, he's like, holy shit, what is this? This is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. So, but he was a, you know, Elevators is his favorite this song. Is jam, and, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Or one of them anyway, but anyway. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. Uh, we really enjoy bringing this podcast to you and uh, hope to have a little bit more frequency with our, uh, with our, uh, with our episodes. Uh, thank you for all the support from everybody out there. You know, um, you know, we were gone for a little bit. And uh, people that I never thought listened to us were asking about the podcast. And it, it really is a special feeling to know that we're uh, connecting with people on a, on a level. Yeah. And uh, we definitely appreci- appreciate all your support. Everything that Monty says <laughs> times two. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for nice. joining us, everyone. I am Monty. And I am Mary. Have a good one. Bye.